Hello, and welcome to the Casino Insiders. This is your host, Ace, and Deacon Kane. All right, how's everybody doing out there? Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Today, I'm going to be going solo. This is Deacon. Good evening, good morning, or good night, depends on uh, what part of the day you're in. So I just thought I'd kind of start things out by letting you guys know what was going on with Ace. Ace is actually going to be out for a while. He's got some really phenomenal things going on. Um, not sure when he's going to be back, so I'll be doing shows by myself for a little while until he gets back. But he's doing some pretty great stuff right now, so I'm pretty stoked for him. I hope you guys all will be too. Give him a thumbs up when we post it or when he decides he wants to post it and let people know what he's got going on. So, you guys ready? Because I know I am, so let's go. No, I'm just kidding. Wrong type of show there. So, excuse me. So, as you know, I like to start things off a little silly, a little funny. And kind of the main thing that we got here on the Casino Insiders is this. Today we're going to be making it pretty short, pretty simple, pretty succinct. You ready? Okay. Number one, I'm going to talk about the two questions we received in the email. Uh, One by anonymous, one by another person. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question, for the questions, guys. So here we go. Uh, That's going to be the number one we're going to talk about questions. Number two, we're going to cover some fun facts. And actually, one of them is extremely, extremely interesting, Um, at least in my opinion, just because, well, you'll see. I don't need to kind of go into detail. So definitely stay to the end because you're going to really like what we got at the end. At the end, um, we're going to be talking about something that you've probably already seen on our social media and i hope you guys enjoy all right so the first question is from anonymous and anonymous he or she says what are the craziest back rack bets so i kind of did a few things i kind of looked some stuff up to see what some of the craziest back rack bets are and it kept taking me to these two side bets called the player dragon bonus and the banker bonus. And what's interesting about those is this. They're kind of the same but different. So here we go. I'm going to kind of read this out so you guys can see what's going on. If you place a bet on the player hand and it wins, you receive a payout based on the point difference between the player and the banker hands. The bigger the difference, the higher the payout. So that goes for if the player wins by, let's say, five. The payout goes there. If the banker wins by five, that's where the payout is. Obviously, there's a schematic that the dealers have to abide by and go from there so that's pretty cool um at least i thought that was kind of interesting i don't know about you guys but they're both called the 
player dragon bonus and obviously the player dragon bonus and the banker dragon bonus excuse me so you basically if you win by nine points you're making some good money if you win by one point not as much so it's kind of scaled out just so you guys understand that and apparently i was trying to figure out which which uh, casinos had these and we're looking at this was the <laughs> sorry i just i'm laughing because this is what they said these casinos you can find these games that are in las vegas casinos macau casinos and online casinos so you know where to find them now you can find them in one of those three places now as we know there's 8970 billion casinos in the world so we got to kind of figure out where those are and how to narrow it down to just las vegas macau and online so good luck on that now i kind of want to elaborate off of that because we had talked about different side bets and one of the side bets is called a dragon bet and a panda bet the dragon bet is the uh, seven and the panda bet is the eight so remember that there are two different types of bets pay attention to what you're betting on and how you're betting on it because you can either make a lot of money or a little bit less money and think you've made more than what you actually made all right cool and that was from anonymous yeah that was from anonymous and this one is from who's that i can't i don't know what i did with the name of the guest so i know it was giants giants fan 69 ampersand niner there we go all right so here we go when you play roulette, should you play electronic in the casino or play table games and why? You know, this brings up a huge, huge, huge debate. And one thing I want to bring up first and foremost is if you're playing electronically, there's always room for error or change or different types of things because it's not a human being doing it but as we know when you play table games there's always room for human error but one of the things that turns me off about the electronic roulette is this is it's like a slot machine okay so if you win over twelve hundred dollars you get a hand pay and you've got to pay taxes on it as for the table games you don't to me that's the big kicker that's that's why i prefer doing the table game where we got the big wheel and you can see it moving you see the the um dealer go ahead and throw the ball around and see what happens so that's the main reason why I really, truly like that a little bit better. Does that work for you guys? I know. That works for me. So that's why I like it. All right. What else do we got here? Well, those were the only two questions. So now, 
as good old Ace would always say, we got fun facts. So it's time for some fun facts. This one is way, way, way back in the 70s. And a group called the Edamons, back in the 70s, um, physics students at the University of California, Santa Cruz, um, devised a computerized system to predict where a roulette ball would land based on the physics principle. They used a hidden computer to calculate the velocity, deceleration, and other factors of the roulette wheel and ball. Although their efforts were short-lived due to the casino countermeasures, they managed to win thousands of dollars before being banned from the casinos. So, I look at that and I go, that's amazing. I'm, I'm truly surprised that they could get away with that so quick. But then on the other hand, you look at people that are physics majors and their minds are so complex and so unbelievable that it works in a different ways. And I know that back in the 70s, the computers were these big monster things and very different. But back then, it, it was more the people that had to calculate it right then, there, and how. They didn't have the opportunity to sit there or have cell phones that they could call the person up and go, hey, you're going to want to bet on this number or... So they actually physically had to calculate it. Now, I'm curious to know how they figured out how they were doing it. I'm wondering if somebody just kind of gave it up or kind of went out there and messed up, screwed something up, and they got caught. Because usually when people get caught is when they mess something up. So I want to take a little break here, and I want to talk to you about some of our affiliates some of you like to use your voice kind of like me. Some of you like to read out loud or talk to people out loud, which I like to do, obviously, as you can tell. But one of the pretty cool things is how many of you actually sit there and let's say you're at your kid's school and you read out loud to the class and everybody's intrigued about it. Or if you are in a meeting and you have to read something out, you kind of put a little extra effort into it and kind of do stuff and people come up to you and go, hey, I really like the way you did that. You know, you should do blah, blah, blah. Well, Voices.com gives you the opportunity to utilize your voice in a way that you could possibly make money. So what I would love to see you do is go to Voices.com, sign up, take the test, see what you can do, and go have a little bit of fun. Okay? That's number one. Number two. Now, if you're on the other opposite end of that spectrum and you need somebody to do some work for you, read a few thousand words and have a little bit of fun and go from there. Well, the great thing is this. is Voices.com also allows you to pick somebody kind of cool next thing is vegas.com we'd love to see you hit vegas.com go have some fun you can book shows you can book hotels my understanding is you can also book airlines so please check out vegas.com to book all your vegas needs
those are a couple of our affiliates. We do have a few more who we will be talking about at the end of the show. So please make sure you stay because there's some big, 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 ginormous announcement I have for you guys. The Monty Hall problem. Monty Hall, for those of you that don't know, Monty Hall was a game show, the Monty Hall show. Um, God, I want to say the 60s through the 80s-ish, maybe even into the 90s. And Monty Hall was, let's make a deal. So let me get into this and read it and all that kind of good stuff. So the Money Hall problem, connection to gambling. The Money Hall problem is a famous probability puzzle named after the host and TV show, Let's Make a Deal. This problem was connections to gambling strategy demonstrating the intuition can sometimes lead people astray when dealing with probabilities. Kind of something that I just talked about a little bit. The problem involves choosing between three doors with one having a prize behind it and the other two having goats. The optimal strategy might seem counterintuitive, but can be explained through probability theory. Now, I don't know what probability theory is. I'm not a physicist or anything like that. But to sit there and say that let's make a deal is gambling it is let's be honest i mean you can go and you got to pick three numbers on a roulette table right or you got to pick a table go from there and remember in some of the casinos you'd have the big wheel and you could put money on the big numbers and see what it was going to land on kind of a sucker bet just in case you wanted to know so therefore it's absolutely gambling and basically telling you that intuition is going to lead you astray absolutely it could you never know because if you go with your gut all the time or 90% of the time or 10% of the time me I go with my gut and every time I seem to go away from it it always is the wrong decision but, luckily, I got my wife who definitely whacks me upside the head when I'm thinking astray. So, she's my gut feeling. <laughs> For those of you that are married, you understand. You pick up what I'm throwing down. All right. Now, I'm going to get into a fun fact that really, really delves into some pretty brilliant people. Um... And one of these folks, some of you that are old enough are going to remember this movie in regards to it. All right, you ready? Because I am. I feel like I should be going, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Anyway, different story, different time, different place. Okay, a Nobel Prize for Gambling Theory. In 1994, John... Harsanyi, John Nash, and Reinhard Selton were awarded the Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Science for their pioneering work in game theory. Game theory was 
excuse me, game theory has application in various fields, including economics, politics, and indeed gambling. Nash's work in the particular laid the foundation, particularly laid the foundation for understanding strategic decision making and interactions which are relevant to poker, bluffing, and other gambling situations. Now, you may know one of those names. And you may remember the movie. So I'm going to get into a little bit more. And here we go. John Nash. His contribution is perhaps the most well-known of the three recipients due to the popularization of his life and work in a movie, A Beautiful Mind. Nash's key insight known as Nash Equilibrium is central concept in game theory. I have no equilibrium. It's all over the place, so it's impressive that he has an actual name for his equilibrium. Not a boy. It describes a scenario in which no player can benefit by changing their strategy unilaterally, while the other player's strategies remain unchanged. In simpler terms, it's a point of stability where each player's choice is optimal, giving the choice of the others. Nash's work is relevant to gambling as it helps understand strategic decision-making, bluffing, and how players might react to each other's choices in games like poker. So, and I use this term allegedly because who knows? They're saying that Mr. Nash basically invented bluffing. I don't know. That's another topic that we may have to discuss down the road. Okay. Now, I butchered his name once, so let's try and butcher it a second time, folks. John Hassani contribution extended game theory by incorporating the concept of incomplete information, which means that players might not have complete knowledge of the game's parameters or other players' strategies. He introduced the idea of the Bayesian equilibrium. Bayesian equilibrium. All right, don't know what that is, but we're going to find out, folks. Where players make decisions based on the beliefs about the likelihood of a different outcome. In gambling, this is relevant when players have to make decisions without knowing all the information, such as in games where cards are hidden. So, we're making a decision based on somebody else's cards. Well, that's gambling, folks. I mean, let's be honest here. That's gambling. But kind of interesting that they had to put these theories to it. So, let's see what else we got. Here we go. Oh, forgot about Reinhardt. Reinhardt Selton's contribution. Work focused on a strategic thinking and rational behavior in games. With imperfect information, he introduced the concept of the sub-game perfect equilibrium, which is refinement of Nash equilibrium that considers only strategies that are optimal at every possible sub-game of a larger game. This concept helps to analyze how players should behave over the course of a multi-step game, 
considering the consequences of their choices at each stage. This type of analysis can be useful in various aspects of decision making, including strategic moves and gambling. Well, yeah, that's a lot of words. Let's be honest here. That's a lot of words, a lot of theory out there. But as we know, poker is a psychological, obviously a physiological theory in its own. And that's a different monster, which I'm definitely going to look into a little bit more and tackle. What do you guys think of it? Okay, folks, so something pretty cool and near and dear to our hearts. Well, my heart, I should say. I wrote a book. I am officially an author. And it is on Kindle and Amazon. As of right now, I'm working on putting in a few other places. You have the ebook, which you can go and just download and check it out on the um, Kindle Ultimate. If you got it, it's free. That's the best thing about Kindle Ultimate. If you got it, it's free, folks. You gotta love that. So the name of the book is Mastering Blackjack, A Comprehensive Guide to Becoming a Skilled Player. I'm no skilled player myself, but sometimes I get lucky and have a little bit of fun and seem to do well. So let's see what happens for you guys. Hopefully this book helps you out. Um... I have been told that I need to change a few things on the book. So I'm just being honest. It just came out and it was cool because I had um, somebody who wants to stay anonymous and who I really look up to gave me a few uh, pointers and said, hey, you may want to add this or you may want to add this, because, but I like where you're going and I like what you're doing. I was like, all right, sweet, I'll do it. So check it out when you get a chance. I'd like to also talk about our sponsors. You know, you've got Expedia.com so for all your travel needs. You've also got Verbo. Also, if you want to do a, um, a Verbo rental, vacation rental, please check them out. As well as Hotels.com. And as you know, all three of them are underneath the Expedia.com umbrella. We'll have all that information for you down below. If you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, and the last but not least, don't forget to check out Deuces the Shop. Get your drinking on Fremont Street shirt. So from both of us, or just me tonight, Deuces!